I want to be able to create art and stuff like that, but I guess, but you know what? Maybe I don't because I was talking to my sister about this and I was like, yes, I would love to learn how to play the piano. And then I thought, no, I just want to know how to play the piano. You don't want to learn how to play the piano. I don't actually want to like do the work in playing the piano. I'd rather do the work to figure other things out. Create for No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. Ready? Okay. (laughs) So good. I mean, what we're talking about today is it's always worth it, right? Yes, that's our topic today. It's always yeah, worth it. It's always worth it. Well, and so you say, I want to learn how to play the piano. No, you want to be able to play the piano, but you don't want to learn how to play the piano. You know, I guess I don't, saying I don't want to is not the right thing. It's, I haven't made the time to commit to learning how to play the piano. It's the, uh, there's, there's only so much time that you have to, to do whatever creative work and projects that you want. So the idea of, of learning an instrument is exciting to me, but I know how much time it takes to, you know, actually like sit down and practice and do all that stuff. And so I just haven't chose, I just haven't made the choice to do that. It's really um, what, why not? Because I have more passion for becoming a great writer, for honing that skill and that craft and creating that kind of work. So yeah, it's more just, I'm more drawn to that. I feel like I'm drawn to so many creative things that I would love to do well, but they all, I mean, to get good at one of them, you have to put in the work. And so. Well, what if, what if you only put in the work for three weeks? I don't know that I would. I know. <laughs> so good. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about. So if we say like, I, I, I don't, I don't know either, but if it's always worth it, it's always worth it when you want to do it. When you, when (laughs) this was not the way we were going to start this episode. This is, I think this is, I think this is perfect. Like I think any episode that we can start by me mildly passive aggressively grilling (laughs) is always going to be my favorite start. Like it's always going to be, my favorite way to do this sort of thing. No, but like if you picked it up, listen, I, I've been, uh, I've got a, I've got a reputation. I've got a reputation for uh, running with something and running sort of like a, like a really short, intense fuse. So I'll take something and just like, go, 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 go. And I'll, I'll learn it to the best of my ability or I'll be excited about it to the best of my ability. And it's, it's not, I, I, I won't use the excuse, although I do think this is a legitimate thing and I'm, I'm not downplaying it as a, you know, a mental illness or something people have, but it's not ADHD. 
It's that I'm just, I get really excited about everything. I, I, yeah. could, I, I could just be sitting around, you and I have a conversation about making homemade hot sauce. And then two hours later, I'll be at the grocery store buying all the ingredients to make homemade hot sauce. Yes, I know. <laughs> that, but that's, this is why we are friends because that is exactly how I feel about so many things. Mm-hmm. When And that is why when I watch, like if I follow someone on YouTube or Instagram and I see what they're doing, I think, oh, that's really cool. And I can do that. Mm-hmm. And if it's something artistic, I sometimes try to get into it. Like you just showed me some of, you were just showing me some of your art and Mm -hmm. I don't know what that thing is called. Is it just called like a blackout where you take a a newspaper and you blackout? You blackout certain words in order to write new content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I learned that from Austin Cleon. I had never seen that. Oh, interesting. I haven't, I mean, I know I'm familiar with his, with his work and I, and I think, I've read the, the, um, the steel, like an artist. Is that the, yeah, that's one of his books. Yeah. Yeah. And but I, I don't remember him doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. He does those. And I think, and I'm like, Oh, so I saw that and I didn't have any newspapers. So I just like started finding magazines in my place thinking, Oh, I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be creative and come up with all these cool blackout things. And it's not as easy as it seems to, well, I make it harder. I mean, I, I, cause I want it to be, I want it to be like thoughtful. I want it to be very, I want want it to to mean something. Well, of course it means something. I don't know. I think, um, the, the wonderful thing about doing those where you, you take a block of, so you take a block of text, something out of a newspaper, out of a magazine, then you just mark out words that you don't want you to read or somebody else to read. It gets your brain working the same way that um, like a, a sculptor or a poet might work where they've got to distill down whatever it is they're trying to say. Um, Jack Kerouac talked to, talked about that when uh, he mentioned he was always trying to get down to the jewel of the idea or Ernest mm. Hemingway, like write one true sentence, that whole idea of being able to like whittle it down to be able to do it. And it's funny. Um, I get like that where I'll be, I'll be playing with something like that. I'll get halfway through it and I'll be like, no, this is crap. Like I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, this is, it becomes the, I'm not sharing this with anyone, which is hilarious. <laughs> Because nobody cares. Like it's, it's, I mean, like the, the reason if somebody were to ask me, Sean, why are you doing that? I wouldn't say to share on Instagram. Right. I would say, um, I'm entertaining myself. Like I'm doing it for me. Like I do this instead of Sudoku, you know, I do this instead of words with friends. Yes. So then why do I, why do I, why do I care? And that comes back to the, uh, I think, I'm like challenging even myself and thinking about it, that it's always worth it. So if I wanted to learn the piano and all I learn is yellow submarine by the Beatles, I don't know. I think that's worth it. Like, uh, and I only learned it on one hand too. Right. So it's just like, dee, 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 dee. right. By the way, that's the only thing I can play on the piano. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't even play chopsticks. I remember, I remember learning how to play yellow submarine at my best friend's house and I was in love with his sister and his sister would sit on my lap and teach me how to play like 
Beatles songs, and that's the only one I remember how to play, and that she oh, had a very nice. bony butt and thought it was <laughs> hilarious. But I think that that's, I, I think that that's worth it. I have to remind myself a lot of the time that I don't, I don't think for me personally, I don't think I should only do things I think I would be good at. But if I see something where, where I, I think, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to make a quilt. Well, uh, that's a bad example. I have made quilts. Um, that's a horrible example. The only stitches <laughs> I ever got, uh, like <laughs> the only stitches I ever got it was in my forehead, right above my eyebrow. And uh, it was from quilt making. Uh, what? So my dad, uh, you know, this story, do you know this story about my dad? No. Oh, but so my, my dad's like an award-winning quilter. Like he, uh, he's taken home like the blue ribbon at the Southeastern Idaho state fair. So my dad started quilting when I was in high school and he would make these, these, uh, patchwork quilts. And so he actually, one of the first ones he made was for me when I left college Left, like left for college and he made it, made it out of all of these old clothes that I had. Uh, the, the shirt I wore on my first date, which was like all like rayon. And oh my gosh. That's goofy colors so great. On it. Oh yeah, he made, there was a tie that I owned that I would wear to church. Um, my first uniform at work, there was a brown polyester uniform at the fast food place that I worked at. He took all of these and made it into a quilt. Well, there was, um, I think we made one for two women that I, two girls, I guess that I was dating because they heard about the quilt making. They're like, Hey, make me a quilt. So I was making a Look quilt at you. with my father. How romantic. Well, and it was just a tied quilt, but, but instead of laying it out, like the quilting bee, like the, all the ladies are around the table with the huge quilt out and they're like tying it. My dad used kind of this, manly device that you would post up against the wall. And so you had it up against the wall, like all like, and so I would go up and I was tying it. And one of the C clamps that was holding the frame together up above me came off and it was huge, came off and hit me in the head. And so I got woozy. I blacked out a little bit. My dad came downstairs when he heard me be like, um, I was I don't think screaming. I was probably just, uh, maybe I was screaming. I don't like to think about it that way where I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> I was probably more like, oh, God damn stupid. Yeah, that sounds, right. that's probably what mm-hmm. it was. Very masculine. Yeah. And then, Very my, manly uh, screams. Uh, then my dad uh, took me to the ER. It was Christmas Eve. And, uh, and because he was an EMT in the town, he was a paramedic firefighter, the quilting fireman. If you look it up on YouTube, you'll see my dad. If you, if you type in the quilting fireman. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. A new story about my dad. Um, he knew everybody there. So when I got there, like the ER doctor, everybody's there and they ask what happened. My dad's like, yeah, he, he like, like he had an accident quilting. And they all <laughs> knew that about my father. <laughs> they knew that he liked to do it. They were like, oh, yep. You're funders kid. So, oh my, so do you still quilt? No, I can sew. Um, I made, I made clothes, um, for my former spouse when we, um, we were first married and when she was pregnant, I would, she'd pick out fabric and I would make her a dress. Um, so I did, I, I did that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't do it anymore. 
but that's what's interesting is is I don't I don't do it anymore. It's something that I used to do, just like I used to do watercolor or I used to act. Oh, that was what I wanted to do. I was you know um, I was with a theater troupe. I was on stage. I did multiple plays every year. I was in musicals. I can't even sing. Like <laughs> I loved it. Like they would give me the parts where you didn't have to sing. Like you would still be a song. So in Oklahoma, there's like this traveling salesman guy. Well, his song is almost like a rap. I mean, he, he basically just yells to the music and then everybody sings around him. And so I, I would do that. Those are all things that I love to do. They're very important to me. I don't do them anymore. And it would be really easy for me to say with something like that, or maybe something else that I was trying or trying to do, I guess that was time wasted, right? Or I should have been focused on my writing or I should have been focused on something else. And, and that's something that can easily happen to me now. Well, like this, like we're doing, we're doing the podcast and I think, you know, we'll get like 12 episodes in and then you'll try to like schedule something and I'll be a flake. Cause I'm like looking at dogs or something. What? Yeah. <laughs> What? Don't even joke about that. I've told you already. You need to be a hundred percent committed. I'm, I'm committed. We're committed. Like, uh, we're committed. We're committed. We exchanged bracelets. Like, yes. where's Yeah. This is this is a thing, and it's not going away. But and it would it would still be worth it. Okay, and here's the thing. And yes, I agree with all of that stuff. It's so. I think it's so great. Obviously, it's so fun to try different things. And that's what this podcast is about, right? It's being creative. If you if you find something interesting, try it. See what happens. See if it what it does. Because it's going to give you potentially new skills. It'll give you... You're going to have like these fun, great stories to share. You're going <laughs> to... Right? Like you're going to meet some really cool people um, and all of those things. And then you get to figure out what is worth the time. Like what is worth the thing? What thing is worth the consistency? What thing is worth not giving up on even when it's not really going the way that you want it to go? And that's what I feel like you have to do all of these things in order to find that. What, what are, how do you know? Like, how do you, like, what's the, what's the indicator that says, now I, I, I agree. It's always worth it. So playing with stuff, doing different things, trying different things, especially when it comes to creativity. So that could be uh, starting a small business or uh, building a website to kind of test something that you might want to do, or, uh, you know, I don't know, like, like grabbing aluminum cans and making sculptures of different things with it. Like all those things, what if I get, and maybe I'm just asking you personally, how do you know if it's worth it to, to keep going? Because you and I have had conversation about your writing before and you really like writing and really like putting together writing, but you've said to me in the past, like, or at least suggested, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, know, I don't know if this. I don't know why that's your voice uh, when you're like right. Gosh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know why. But you sound like Tom Waits when you're angry. Yeah, 
Oh, absolutely. I'm busy. No, you, you, like, how do you, how do you, Kate, how do you know if it's worth it? Or even if somebody else asked you, Kate, how do I know if this is worth it? What would you say? I would say it, it comes back to, it always comes back to why it comes back to the, the why you're doing it. I feel like when some, when you have that, it's the whole Simon Sinek, right? Like start with why Simon Sinek. When you, I feel like anything, if you're that passionate about it, if you're that into it, like if, 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 like this, okay, for example, so use the writing, right? I've, I have always appreciated great writers and I've always written throughout my whole career. You know, I've written, I've had to do a lot of business writing, that kind of thing. And I'm, and I'm very fascinated by copywriters and their craft and their art. I mean, it's, it is a true gift to be able to write insane, insanely great marketing copy, which I think is amazing. And then there's other types of writing and fiction writing. And so I think over my career, I've just really enjoyed learning about all different types of writing. And I've also always wanted to write a book, but it's hard. And so when I talk to you about it, sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, this is just like, this is so much harder. I mean, I know it's hard, right? You have to, it takes a lot of work. So there, so I think I'm finally at a place where my why is strong enough that it doesn't matter to me who reads the book or anything. It only matters to me that I get out everything I want to get out and put something out into the world. That's like, this is what I think. This is what I think will can help somebody. And as long as I did it and created it, that's what matters. And it is so, it is so strong in me that there's just no way I can't do it. Like even this weekend I was working on it and I'm thinking, my title is all wrong because that's not even what the book is about. It's like, I don't even know what it's about. Like it's, I'm still in my first draft and it's just become this, like not, it's just become this project that I've had to learn how to be more free flow with the ideas and understand that, Hey, this might not be what you thought it was going to look like. And again, going back to, it's always worth it. It's going to be all of these Every day that I've been writing, it's worth it because I know in the end, it's going to help me solidify those ideas and what needs to be in the book and what's going to be most important. But yeah, it's kind of, it can be a somewhat painful process. And I feel the same way about our podcast. I am like elated to be able to do this with you. And I've told you before, like we we have to be committed, right? Like we both we both share something in common in that we love helping people figure out what their creative work could potentially be. And we want people to like, whether you have a job or you have a side gig or you have your own business or whatever, just play, play Mm -hmm. around in in those spaces that you want to try. And so to be able to do this and to be able to do it with you is like, I feel like that between that and the book, those two things out of all the other creative things that I'll dabble in here and there, these two right now, at least are, these are what's important Mm -hmm. in my creative world. Well, I think then, then um, maybe what you're, uh, 
Wow. Wow. I'm a loss of words because you were so kind. Like you do know that I like fart in the bathtub, right? Like you're so nice. You're like, and especially with you, I'm like, oh man, I hope, hope I can live up to this. Like, yeah, I just ate, like I just devoured a full oven. And so, um, consider like, mm, where do I want to go with this? That's so interesting. One of the thoughts that came, came to me when you were talking about this is that there are a lot of writers that if you, if you asked them what you would do if you weren't writing, or if they said, Hey, I want to be a writer. Um, like, what do I need to do to be a writer? Um, and I don't think this is really pretentious, although it's kind of a cliche answer these days to say, we'd say, if you can do anything else, do that. Like if you, if you can do anything else, do that. Like there's a, that show on, um, I think it's on Amazon. It's the, about the stand-up comic. Like, was it the marvelous Mrs. Maisel or something like that? It's. Oh yeah. Got, yeah. She's a comedian. Well, and they've got um, Lenny Bruce is on there who was a really famous comedian at the time. He kind of invented stand-up comedy and he was talking to her. She, she asked him, she was, she was in jail and he bailed her out for being like indecent on stage for like swearing and doing crazy things on stage. And she looks at him and she says, is it worth it? And he's like, yeah, it's worth it. But if you can do anything else, like do it. Like, cause mm. I can't do anything else. I have to do this. Like, this is, this is what I've got. This is what I'm doing. Um, and that's something that you'll hear, or I've heard from writers and, and writers, you know, others, that, you know, famous writers, people that do this for a living, they say the same thing. And a lot of writers, their first book I was, I'm fascinated to hear more about this. Like when I see it, their first book gets scrapped. Like they put it into a drawer and they never publish it. Like it was worth it to do it. Like it was worth it to write the book, but maybe you don't have to share. Like that's, that's fascinating to me. Cause I'd be like, no, I'm definitely sharing this. Like, no, I'm definitely going to try to get this published. And they would try that and they would get rejection letter, rejection letter, and then say, okay, I guess this isn't worth it to get published, but totally worth it to have written it and to put yeah. it together. I think the same. Yes. How many podcasts are there out there? You know, there's thousands of podcasts. People are like, oh, about a nice microphone. I think I'm really clever. Let me, let me get on there and talk about stuff. If <laughs> I think recording, making it, putting together the content, all that type of stuff, totally worth it. And, and, and will I be angry if you can't make me famous and earn me six figures with like, you know, your charming personality, a little, <laughs> I'll be a little mad. I'll be a little upset, but you'll never hear me say, Oh, that, that's time wasted. I can't, I can't believe no. I did that. No, I think, I think that you're right. It's always worth it. What's, what's something else that you've done where like you got into it, like you thought for sure, this is worth it. I, like not only worth it, but you're like, this is it. This is the thing. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then you get into it a little bit and it was worth it to try it and play with mm -hmm. it. And you grew from it, but then you're like, no, 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 no. I got to get out. Like, no, 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 no. I got to I got to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's such a good question. And, it, and it's interesting because I think the older that you get, it's so easy for you to look back at those things and then think, 
oh, I should have kept going or what would have happened if I kept going, that kind of thing. When I had my business, I thought I'm going to create courses. That's going to be my thing. That's going to be, I love it. It's, it's creative and it's, and it's a good business model. And I was so set on that's what I wanted to do. And I started creating these courses and I also started teaching. I also started getting clients in that space. And Sean, I will never forget it. After I, after I had a client where I was doing a video, uh, we were doing live video for him. Okay. And it was so fun. And then I created this course and I remember I was like, okay, I get this now. People are like buying the course online and it's cool and it's fun. And, but I just didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like you even, you even find success and you're like, no. Yeah. I was, I thought it's cool. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. I get the whole online world and I get that the people that, that do that for a living. And that's how they, I, I totally get it. I, I think it's awesome. And maybe I would want to do that one day again. Right. Like that's what's, that's what's so cool about the whole it's worth it. It's like, I have now I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I obtained those skills. I remember I would be sitting in, I sat in our co-working space and my friend came up and we spent a gorgeous Saturday. It was a beautiful Saturday outside. And we were sitting there figuring out one of those like, like Kajabi or whatever those platforms are <laughs> so that I could run this program. And it was so, whatever it was, right? That's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. Okay. And good jobby. Good jobby. And yeah. And I remember I, I didn't think anything of it. Like it was, I could have been out there doing something fun and in the sun, but I was there learning that. And so I learned all those skills. And so I know that's why it's worth it. But at the time I thought I needed a change. I wanted to do something different. I wasn't like, there was something missing and I feel like I needed to move on. And it was almost that exact, um, it was around that same time that I was then offered this new role. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I have to take this. Like I have to try this. It's mm -hmm. something that was really outside comfort zone, something that I really wasn't sure I was going to be successful in. And I took it. I was scared out of my mind, but I thought this is the right move because I know I need to grow and something and that I'm doing just isn't, I'm just not feeling fulfilled. So anyway, I'm kind of rambling now, but that there are many things throughout my career that I really did feel like this is it. This is where I'm meant to be. This is what I want to be doing. And I, I remember even thinking at one point when I worked at the chamber, I remember thinking, I don't want anything to change. This is just perfect the way that it is. But no, it it's not. And it wasn't. And, right? Like, have you ever felt that way in a situation? You're just like, everything is just going so well. And it's just perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I think, you know, if I, if I did for myself, if I, uh, to know when it's worth it. Like in those sort of situations where everything's kind of perfect. And I'm like, yeah, this is I, meaning. And when I say worth it, I, I mean, 
do I, do I continue with it? Like, do I keep going? Do I keep investing? Do I keep going with it? Because you can't, you can't do that with everything. Um, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, Sylvia Plath talking about climbing the fig tree and gets up there and it's a nightmare. Like the figs start dropping and she's like, well, I want to go on this branch, but now they're, if I go on this branch, I can't go back onto this branch. Right. And so you can't do everything. So you've got to pick something. I think, did you ever do the, the strength finders book thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Buckingham. Yes, Marcus Buckingham, who made the the videos. It, it, it looked like he was part of a church or something. Yeah, he, a, he was a good-looking fella. Um, He's a very good-looking fella. Yeah, he was a really that. nice accent. Yeah, and I think he oh, I met like him. A, I met him in person, and I got did. my books. Oh, yeah, and I got my book signed, and it was like I was definitely fangirling it out because he is very... A very attractive man and he's also <laughs> highly intelligent and i was like oh my god <laughs> we, we, we call it's marcus buckingham like everybody else they would be like oh my gosh it's bts like it's one direction like, like so you're like it's marcus buckingham oh my god yeah those are Look, that's, that's Godin behind him i'm gonna die oh my gosh yes you know how for, yeah, that's another story. I can I fangirl out about people that most people don't even know who they are. So, well, the 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 strength the thing that I liked the most about strength fighters finders is that it had nothing to do with what you were talented at. Like it wasn't a talent finders. It wasn't you to discover what your talents were. The definition of strength was that when you do it, you're strengthened. Like mm, when you do it, yes. you're fortified. So you could suck at it. You can yeah. be horrible at it, but when you do it, it makes you feel more fulfilled. It makes you feel like a stronger human being. You feel like you're kind of developing that way. Now, the side effect of that is that oftentimes, because it's something that you feel confident about or you feel like you're getting stronger, you keep doing it. Just like if you learn like, oh, this is all I have to do to actually get you know some, some like manly Chris Pratt like chest muscles and you're like, Oh, that's all I got to do. I'll just keep doing that. Right. <laughs> and, and if it feels right and it feels good and it strengthens you, then you keep doing it. So I think in determining when you go after something, instead of it being uh, for me, instead of it being, I must finish or I must reach the goal or the, it's not even a goal. Most of the time, it's a weird expectation I've set in my head for what I'm going to be. Yeah. It's a goal. It's just that, wow, this, this tastes good. Um, I'm going to eat the whole cake. Right. And that, that if that strengthens me, <laughs> go for it. It probably, <laughs> it probably won't. No. So I think that, I think that writing for me is like that. I think that art can be like that, uh, but I, I have moments too, where they're no longer, fortifying me. They're no longer strengthening me. And so I don't give up and say like, ah, this is dumb. I'm not a writer. Right. It's, it's kind of like running is for me. Like, this is dumb. I'm not a runner anymore. Like I still tell people I run, even if I, you know, even if I can only go out for a 5k, like, like, yeah, I'm a runner. Yes. I'm an ultra runner. Yes. I'll go out and run these really long distances because it fortifies me, but I think it's okay to kind of take the break. Anyways, that's really that's long-winded for me to say. I, like, I do agree. It's always worth it to experiment, to play, to try something new, to create something, anything. If it's just, you know, origami for the evening, like grab out some post-it notes, 
Uh, you don't need to like rip them like what you do with like A4 paper or whatever. Always worth it. If it becomes something where you, where it feels like it's, it's making, like you feel like it's making, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's giving more to you than you expected instead mm. of you giving to it. Then I think that's something that you like you you run with and you run with it not to be famous, not to make a ton of money or not well or me, because as soon as I start to do that, then it falls apart. Then Oh yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so true. It's so true. I feel like with people with their any type of creative project, you're in you you're in that state of flow and you're in that state of you know that it's worth it because you just care about it. Like it's about the work. It's mm -hmm. not about the outcome. It's not about all of the other things. It really is just about the work. And I love that you said that you're give yourself the time to take a break because maybe you have to take a break from it and that is totally okay. And that's what I think is so interesting about people's careers is you don't know all of those things that you've done in the past. Like they collectively helped you grow in some areas. And then who knows if five years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to be in a role and be able to use those skills or have that knowledge. And that's what's so cool about it. That's why I feel like it's always worth it. It's like everything that you do, everything that you're interested in, it's in your, it, it interests you for a reason and to play around with it is just fun. I just think it's fun and it brings something else out in you. And if you need to take that break, great, but you learned something and you got to experience something. And I think that's just a beautiful place. Well, I think that's a perfect place to wrap up. Other than like, uh, other than you said, like, if you're going to take a role. And so I'm just going to assume that someday I'm going to be in the movies. I'm just going to take that. Just take that, that general direction and, you know, it'll be okay. Like <laughs> me and George Clooney <laughs> in Oceans 21. So, oh um, my gosh. Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like, if you, if you like the show and you listen to the other ones and you like the stuff that's going on, then Kate will tell you how you can listen to more. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna what? You're gonna like it. You're gonna you're gonna like and subscribe. <laughs> no, you're not. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna subscribe, right? Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, subscribe. that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. And you no, you're also, not gonna subscribe. You're gonna down. What is it? <laughs> well, you subscribe to a podcast. Yeah, subscribe yeah. to our and podcast. You, and um, and you rate a podcast. And you rate a podcast. So rate. And, you, and you'll write a review for the podcast. All right. Do those three things. Yeah. And maybe you'll find out that it's always worth it to write reviews. And maybe that's your thing, right? That's maybe the your thing. thing is reviews and then we can share them online. Yes. And then we can say, swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Kate. I'll talk to you later. Bye.